Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch, the show hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And we're going to be talking about week three of the NFL season. Um, it was a cruel summer for some. There was a blank space in the win column of a few teams afterwards. Um, but I think that we can all agree that the Chiefs and maybe the Dolphins are on their way to being the just last great American dynasty. And that's all the Taylor Swift song references I'm really going to actually attempt to do in this episode of this podcast, although I'm sure some will accidentally slip out. Um, well, and honestly, you know, Nathan, if that happens, we're probably going to have some bad blood. Yeah, and you know all too well that I just can't help myself. Um, and so... Here we go. Just we are going silly to be, in your cardigan, you know. We're going to be talking about Taylor Swift to the side of football, I guess. Um, so, yep, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do week three of the NFL season on What Do You Want to Watch? All right. Uh, let's just get it out of the way now. Um, I was wrong. I would like to publicly admit that I was wrong. I have been saying the whole time that this Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey thing was just a bunch of smoke in the air um, and that there wasn't anything to these online rumors and the cute little back and forth comments that Travis had and we'd heard nothing from Taylor and I thought there's no way. And then Taylor Swift was in a box with Travis Kelsey's mom to watch the Chiefs play the Chicago Bears. Incredible. Um, I had the pleasure of watching that game in the presence of two Swifties. Um, and I don't think I've ever seen, I've watched quite a few football games with TJ's wife, Delaney, and I have never seen her more engaged. Um, (laughs) she was, she was ready to go. She was calling out, um, blitzes. She was, um, picking out where Travis was on every single offensive play to make sure Pack could get him the ball. Um, it was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, I, 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 just a different energy. Um, is, is that the most famous person that's ever been at a chiefs game? Probably not, but maybe like, I guess is there a time a president has ever attended a chiefs game? Because other than that, like I can't think of, I can't have to think like at the super bowl, you know what I mean? Like somebody, I would think somebody, but who's more famous? And if we're doing most famous people on the planet, is Taylor Swift top top ten? Right? There's probably like four soccer players that are in the top ten, though. You got to think about that. Well, I know that, like, obviously Messi and stuff, but like, I I don't I I'm just yeah. I'm just I don't trying to, I'm yeah. just trying to spitball here. I mean, this is the largest the the most famous musical artist on the planet. I think the only other person you could argue is close is Beyonce. Um and she showed up to a three o'clock Chiefs game to watch them play the objectively terrible Chicago Bears. Who just got pasted? The Chiefs could have put up a Dolphins scoreline if they kept their start. Oh, they would have longer. scored more, probably. Uh, um, I I genuinely do believe that. But she showed up to this and then just went out around KC afterwards. She's driving around the River Market. There is a photo of her, and you can see my apartment building in the background. 
Seriously. Dude, what are you doing? Why were you, why were you not there? I don't know. We were, we're supposed to, we should have gone out and looked for her. I, I don't, I don't know why. I almost bought tickets to this game to go see uh, my girlfriend. And we decided uh, not to, because they were too much. The Swifties must've known because the, Mm. it was incredibly overpriced for a game against a bad team. Yes. Chiefs tickets are high. Now the chiefs are really good, but there were, they were going for ridiculous amounts. Yeah, um, so I, mean, I don't know if it got leaked or whatever, but, um, David, how much longer until you are tired of people talking about Taylor Swift in regards to NFL football, how, how much longer, or has it already happened? Nah, dude, I don't know if I can get tired of it. Okay. That was a good answer. That was a good safe answer. Um, because now you won't be attacked online and that was, that was incredibly smart. What a savvy move by David there. I just... I don't know, but it's just crazy to think all the things that have has happened to the Chiefs this whole year. You know, hosting the draft, win the Super Bowl, you know, SB's team of the year, male athlete of the year, yada yada yada. And then now Taylor Swift is, is dating one of the Chiefs players. Like, has there ever been a year? Has, the Chiefs have never experienced a year like this in, in its entire franchise, right? Yeah, I mean, I, thing I, after thing I don't after think thing so. after thing after award after win after experience like this is insane. Yeah, yeah, and also breaking news for everybody: uh, our defense is good too. <laughs> Just on top of that, so you know what hasn't a, happened in a long time. You know, it's not a crazy thing to say that we will finish with a top five defense in the league this year. It's crazy, which it's is wild so, to say that. That's wild, but it's. it's because it hasn't happened in the Mahomes era. He's never had a defense better than the top 15. Nope. He's never even had a defense in the top half of the league. And he's already won two Super Bowls. And, so, and I think, I, I genuinely do think that was... Now, the offense played well. The offense played very well. Um, but I think the reason that this year feels different and that uh, we're not... It's, it's going to be easier for us to not let teams hang around, I think, is because the defense really sets the tone. Yeah. The, I mean, the Bears could do nothing. They they could do nothing. I think the first half ended with Justin Fields being like fifty uh, percent completion percentage for like forty something yards. Yeah. Um. I mean, it w- it was it was a great game from the defense. Uh, we were getting pressure from all angles. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bears receivers were not open, and then our offense was rolling. That was the Chiefs' offense. I'm used to seeing. That's yep. yep. Um. And. And if there wasn't uh, a stupid penalty on Jim on Taylor, MVS would have had like a sixty-yard touchdown. Right, exactly. Um, and I'd you also know who's like to only say, been called for that illegal formation since they said they would crack down on it. Jawan Taylor, yep. even though it happened, I saw the screenshot of the Cowboys. You saw that game. too. The yeah. Niners, everybody's doing it. They, they're yeah. not calling it in the game, just on the Chiefs. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, Blaine Gabbert, no Chad Henney, like to say it. Um, really can't have a rolled ankle. Uh, re- just really, really can't. Because um, Blaine Gabbert was... One of those One of those was not his fault. The, yeah, to his defense, that went right through Rasheed Rice's hands on the pick. Yeah, that was that was a Tyreek Hill-type catch. Uh, yeah. At first, I thought Darius Tony had snuck out onto the field. Honestly. But, I, yeah, it was, it was an electric game. Um in terms of Taylor being there, as actually Taylor being there kind of saved it. 
in ter- in making it watchable because the game was over after the first quarter. I mean, it was mm-hmm. it was completely done. I think it was twenty one nothing. I think the yeah. first or something like that. Yeah, it was it was done. Um, and so that made it that just you were just kind of watching to see if they Travis was going to get a touchdown, honestly, and if she did, if they were going to show Taylor Swift. Um, I've I've always been on the record. I think people. I I don't. I wouldn't call myself a Swifty at all. I uh, think her best album is Folklore. Um, I think men, especially that go out of their way to really hate Taylor Swift, are just trying to, I don't know, prove something, uh, maybe? or just I hate insecure. Taylor Swift. Like, no, I'm just kidding. I don't even think you do. No. Um, I, I think you just probably have an indifference towards her. I will say, doing a chest bump and then saying, let's effing go, after Travis scores a touchdown, that's she's in. Like that's yeah, that's she awesome. Looked, that she was so awesome. more. She looked more into it just to be, you know. Yeah, I guess I'll visit you. You know, really close friend that we're, I'm talking to. Like, seems like there's a little more going on there. Yeah, yeah that wasn't it. And they do this a lot. They show celebrities like uber famous people and like boxes at NFL games, and they're always like talking to somebody else or looking at their phone or like taking a bite to eat which isn't like do whatever you want to do you're mm-hmm. it's fine but like taylor was engaged she yeah. looked like she was ready to go and she yeah. was really paying attention uh and that's that's got to be just bonus points um david if i could i'd like to mention some of the just wild things that i've seen on twitter after the fact from both camps because it seems to be that a lot of people are embracing this relationship but there's some people who think travis is too good for Taylor or Taylor is too mm. good for Travis and vice versa. Um, one of the crazy things I saw was a guy just tweeted like, um, I think unironically too, um, because he was defending himself afterwards in replies that uh, Travis Kelsey is making Taylor Swift more famous. Um, I don't, I don't really know if that's a grasp on, on reality there. If you, you can really understand how, popular taylor is although i did say multiple times on sunday that um taylor only sold out arrowhead for two nights and patrick mahomes sells out arrowhead every week for like four and a half months so um anyway and then the other side um i saw somebody say that because travis kelsey was a football player he was dumb and aggressive and Taylor was setting an example for women that it's okay to date dumb, aggressive men. Um, which I think is a very reductionist version of, of what a football player is. Um, Can we just be happy for people? Like, Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah. I, I just don't, I don't know. That's a weird move, um, in my opinion. And then I saw a couple, there was a Nashville barbecue place that tweeted like, let us know when you want to show Travis real barbecue. Um, and, and then they just got clowned into oblivion rightfully. So, cause that's just oh, yeah. Most one of the stupidest things you could ever say. You have, yeah. you have hot chicken there. You don't have barbecue. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I thought it was great. I'm excited. I, I, I don't know. Do you think she shows up to future games? You think that was a one-off or do you think that she'll be a semi-regular attendee? Cause she's still on tour if I'm not mistaken. So she definitely like flew, took a break from her tour to fly to Kansas city to go to the game and then is now going back. Well, luckily for you, I have news for you. 
per a source wow. at TMZ through Bleacher Report and many other sources on Twitter, she's expected to be at the Chiefs Chets Chets game on Sunday Night Football this week. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, per, prime per, time Taylor. Per Jordan Schultz, he is the source. Okay, well, I don't know about that guy, but okay. Well, I will be looking forward to it. Um, and I would like to say shame on the Fox crew for not somehow figuring out a way to play a Taylor Swift song. Um, I heard that they didn't really even play Taylor Swift music in the stands or even really make a mention of her. Um, you got to just take advantage more. You can't fumble the bag like that. Um, I expect I expect at least one Taylor Swift song um, on Sunday Night Football this next week. Oh, and they're going to need Taylor because I have – I hope, but I have a feeling this next game is going to be very similar to the last game. Speaking of, did you David? See, yeah. No, go ahead. Go Sorry, ahead. Sorry, I just interrupted a beautiful segue. <laughs> well, did you see the video we sent you guys? Yes. Yes. I was I did. crying, laughing. Yeah, Willie Gay. For those, um, for those who don't know, one of our uh, chief reporters—I don't know who it was—they um, asked Willie Gay in the practice after practice today in the locker room. You know, like, what do you see in Willie from? Zach Wilson in this Jets offense that you guys need to be prepared for. <laughs> uh, and he sits there for like, what, five, seven seconds, and he kind of starts to smile. And he's like, dang. yeah, You know, he's like doesn't know what to say. It's like, oh, no. Oh, mm. no. They don't see mm. anything. They don't mm. see a single thing that mm. they need to worry about. And he's like, yeah. oh, that wasn't meant to be a joke. They got some, you know, nice running backs, and uh, they played well against – Wait, who'd they play last? They beat I the. They, I mean, they did beat the Bills. This is a but, team that beat the Bills. But it's just so funny because he's like didn't even know who they played last week, and he's like, I can't say a single thing that we're consi- we concerned about about this offense, dude. Yeah, I was. I'm more concerned about a Justin Fields led offense than Zach Wilson because at least Justin Fields is dangerous with his legs. But yeah, gosh, Zach Wilson. The Bears not good either though. The Jets have a worse offensive line, and I'd say a worse quarterback. Maybe better yeah. skill position players, but I don't care if you have Randy Moss down there. If the ball's not getting to you, ball's not getting to you. So I was just I watched I probably watched that five times, Nathan. I was just crying laughing, just his face. He's like, Oh it's no. bad. Oh it was no. bad. It was bad. Um so speaking of Zach Wilson, played terrible again against the Patriots. Um was a big reason that they lost. He uh, let me look up his stat line, but while I'm while I'm vamping real quick, I think he's um he comes out to having uh, 17 touchdowns and 22 picks um, in his career starts. He's just not the guy. And Mm-mm. he's getting this because of where he was drafted and because a lot of people think that he rushed into he, – he was rushed into a starting role and – that he's not the most likable person. He had a 50% completion percentage, averaged 4.4 yards a completion against the Patriots, um, and had a quarterback rating of actually um, 61.9, which was his second highest output um, of the year. So that's good. Um, No touchdowns, no picks. So no picks, at least for Zach. What a just Um, bland... Thus far this year, he has thrown for a combined 467 yards and two touchdowns and four picks. Now keep in mind, he did not play the entirety of the Sunday night football game. He just played every, uh, every drive, but the first one. So um, he's averaging less than 200 yards a game 
and he has a two to one interception to touchdown ratio. He's bad. And Robert Salah is sticking to his guy. I, I'm not sure why. I think he doesn't want to ruin Zach's confidence, and I understand that because this man is getting just absolutely clowned from every angle. Right now, I think he is the most memed person in sports at the moment. But they're bringing in Trevor Simeon. Like, make a call about Kirk Cousins. Make a call about Jameis Winston. Make a call about Gardner Minshew. Heck, take a call from Carson Wentz. Trevor Simeon, are you kidding me? This is your option now. Like, Make a decision about what you want to do. Your defense is not as good as everybody said it was going to be, but I still think it's decent. Willie Gay was right in that interview. He did say um, that they have good skill position players. Garrett Wilson is one of the best um, wide receivers in the league, I think. Um, they have good running backs. They have a bad offensive line, and that's going to be tough to overcome, but it doesn't even seem like they're trying to fix this. And there's a report that the Jets' defense, a lot of defensive players feel that any other quarterback would have been benched already because of their play, but Zach Wilson is getting preferential Mm -hmm. treatment because of his draft status and because the head coach doesn't want to look like he made a bad decision. Hmm. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, honestly... I do think he's improved just behind Aaron Rodgers, but it's still just not good enough. I mean, they, they had 171 total yards of offense. I mean, even the Patriots' offense is not great, and they only scored 15 points. They had 358 total yards of office, offense. Um, it's just, yeah, it's just not enough. And I do believe in this defense. I think this defense is good. But when your offense is so abysmal and you spend most of the time on the field, like I don't blame them necessarily for being exhausted or for making mistakes or not being as good because, you know – I don't even know if this is how the saying goes, but your defense is only as good as your offense. You know, like if defense is going to get exhausted, it's, it can't carry an entire game unless you're just the 85 Bears. Um, and so, yeah, dude, it's just – it's a tough situation. It really mm-hmm. is. And But it does it does seem like at what point is he's like, I got to stay in this now because I've made this decision. Or at what it, point is it, it like, seems right, like I got to get out of here. what he's already doing. Yeah it seems like he's already decided, like, I just got to stick with this. And I just don't, I don't understand why he's calling him a much improved player. He's also said, quote, he's the unquestioned quarterback of this team. I just don't, I don't get it. And it's not helpful for Zach either. Like the best thing that people were hoping for Zach was that he was going to sit behind Aaron Rodgers for a year, maybe figure something out. And maybe he would just become a backup. For teams, which is fine. It's yes, disappointing for where he got drafted, but that's the Jets' fault for drafting him that high. Everybody saw one throw. He he got drafted off of one throw at his pro day, mm. and people freaked out and thought, "Oh my gosh, this guy, his arm talent. Look at what he can do." But that's not what he doesn't have. He clearly just doesn't have the ability. But I do want to say something about. I, I keep seeing this person's name get brought up um, and he's considered a legend in the NFL and he blasted um, Zach Wilson and said it's the lowest point. And that's, that's Joe Namath. David, can I enlighten you about Joe Namath? Please? Absolutely. Will you yes, allow sir. me to share some information about Joe Namath? Yes, so sir. Joe Namath up to the is, mic, is possibly 
no, not possibly, is by far the most famous Jets quarterback and maybe one of the most famous NFL players of all time. Joe Namath is a Hall of Famer. Um, he won the first Super Bowl and only Super Bowl for the Jets and the first ever Super Bowl um, for a team that was in the AFL. Joe Namath is, has the best PR of any person who has ever played football ever. Because Joe Namath is regarded and remembered as this historic legend who did, in fact, win a Super Bowl. Joe Namath is Joe Flacco. Actually, Joe Namath might be worse than Joe Flacco. And let me tell you why. Career touchdown to interception ratio. 173 touchdowns to 220 interceptions. Career completion percentage. 50.1. This is 13 years, by the way. 13 years that he played. Do we want to just do, we can do a record. Do we want to do the record? Career record, 62, 63, and 4. So he was a below 500 quarterback with a 50% completion percentage. Okay? He had multiple years where he threw more than 20 interceptions. One, two, three, four, five. Five years where Joe Namath threw more than 20 interceptions. And in all of those years, he threw more interceptions than he threw touchdowns. His best career year that I'm looking at, touchdown to interception ratio. One year he went four for 16, four touchdowns to 16 picks. His best career year, touchdown to interception ratio, I think is... His rookie year, 18 touchdowns, 15 picks. How are we letting him get away with this? Why is he in the Hall of Fame? I get that it was a different game and that stats were different, but this is bad. This is terrible. That's that's awful. Yeah. What? 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 So this is a guy I don't want to hear from. I'm so I know he's a Jets legend. I know he wears the fur coat and everything around, and everybody's like, "Oh my God, Joe Namath won a Super Bowl." Joe Namath is Trent Dilfer. Joe Namath is Rex Grossman. But we have the legendary shot of him like hoisting his fingers up whenever he was running back into the locker room after winning the Super Bowl, and so everybody has tricked themselves into thinking that Joe Namath was good, and he was not. He was not good. I don't know how he made the Pro Bowl. Again, great PR. Five-time Pro Bowl, one-time All-Pro. But still, five times in the Pro Bowl, one-time All-Pro when he's a Hall of Famer. I, I don't know. So if, you yeah. are, if you're going to argue to me why is Eli Manning in the Hall – why should Eli Manning be in the Hall of Fame? Why should Phillip Rivers be in the Hall of Fame? If you put Phillip Rivers on this freaking Jets team from 1965 to 1976, they're going to think he's a witch because they're going to win so many games. Mm-hmm. Like, the, Joe Namath sucked, and that's all I'd like to say about that. So I don't care what Joe Namath has to say about Zach Wilson because Joe Namath and Zach Wilson have almost the exact same in touchdown-to-interception ratio. Mm-hmm. Granted, yeah, he, Zach's played a lot less games, but... Yeah. He said he was disgusted with Joe Namath performance and that he would trade Yeah, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted looking at Joe Namath's stats where people are trying to convince me he's good. 50% completion percentage, David. 
someone retweeted one of the things talking about that, and it's like Zach Wilson's career passing rating, 69.2. Joe Namath's career passing rating, 65.5. He's so – he's bad. And and I don't know why we give him a pass. I don't know what it is. I, uh, I yeah, really don't. Um, yeah. It's it's insane. So I, I just wanted to enlighten everybody just in case – you are going to see anything about Joe Namath blasting somebody. Just just a friendly reminder that in terms of quality quarterback play for the Jets, Joe Namath has the least amount of room to talk um, that anybody has ever had. So, Yeah, wow. That's crazy. I actually didn't know that Joe Namath said that. I don't know how because this looks like this was a couple days ago. So, um, yeah, that's crazy. Jets, yeah, on that note, I don't know if we mentioned that. Jets lost to the Patriots 15-10. to 10. Again, okay, I have a question for you. I go home from church. I'm like, all right, two games. We got Fox and a CBS game. Let's hop on YouTube TV. Ooh, maybe it's the Colts-Ravens. Maybe, if I'm lucky, it's the Chargers-Vikings. You know, maybe it's Broncos-Dolphins. No, it was the Patriots-Jets. Who in the right mind thought, even before the season started, that that game would be deserving of the number one spot and the – you know, outside of your region game to show because that's just a horrible decision. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I I think that first of all, it's Patriots, and so people still have 2012 brain whenever they see the Patriots on a schedule, and they're like, "This is going to be must see TV," and it's not because if you watch Mac Jones play quarterback, it's kind of like watching a Fast and Furious movie in that, um, but not one of the really bad ones, one of the just like boring ones, like the maybe the fourth one where you're like, this is kind of dumb and not really that fun to watch. And I can see why some people would like it, but it's really just the most okay experience of my life. And that's what watching Mac Jones play quarterback is like. Um, so there's that. But here's a secret I'd like to share with all future broadcast um, channels. Nobody watches a game for a good head coach. I get that Bill is the greatest head coach of all time. But when you're looking at matchups and you're like Belichick versus Rodgers, which is what they definitely thought whenever they booked this game is like the game that was going to be on most people's screens, like Belichick versus Rodgers. They're not, they're not playing each other. Belichick doesn't play on the field. Um, and good coaches might win games, but I don't think the Chiefs are interesting because Andy Reid is a good coach, really. And especially I am going to reveal my not a real football guy part here. Defensive head coaches are not their team. Good defensive head coaches. Their teams aren't necessarily fun to watch unless they have a good quarterback. Good quarterbacks make good television in the NFL. And the only way to make good television when you don't have good quarterbacks is to have the worst quarterbacks, which is why bears Broncos might be my most anticipated game this next week <laughs> because that's going to be a train wreck and it's going to be kind of fun to watch the train wreck. But other than that, like I don't yeah. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing that. I don't yeah. I don't get the point. Yeah. Before uh we move on to this week, any games you want to talk about? Uh Dolphins dropped 70, Chargers Vikings very entertaining back and forth game. Ravens lost an OT, Cowboys are upset by the Iowa school, the blind, like, what are you thinking? What games do you want to yeah. talk about? Yeah. Well, definitely, definitely. Zach's not getting away with it. Um, I know you're listening, Zach. Uh, so you Cowboys stink. Oh my gosh. David, um, oh, they're bad. Do, they'll be okay. David, I think. David, do you feel, do you feel kind of, 
Do you feel kind of dumb a little bit for be, believing in the Cowboys? Come on, a little. You, I think they'll be fine. We lost, they're doing the Col- the- we lost like the two and four Colts last year. You know what I mean? That's like- very that's very fair. But they they did the they did they just Cowboys did again. Like there is no way. And they it's only week three. Game. Yeah, and it's only week three. And so I think we were all like Cowboys, uh, new power in the NFC. No, it's still the Eagles and the 49ers. Um, let's talk about Dolphins Broncos. Sure. That was personal. Um <laughs> Mike McDaniel, he actually it was almost more disrespectful that he kneeled the ball to turn it over on downs instead of actually setting the record. Um, because it's like letting the Broncos know, like, I could have set the record on your ass, but I decided not to because I oh, thought absolutely. that was too mean. Uh-huh. Um, I, I don't, I don't, do, do we, is Sean Payton a good coach? Like, you can say Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, until the cows come home, but losing by 50 it, at a certain point, you've got to consider coaching there, right? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> Here's the thing. We're going to look here. Gary Kubiak won a Super Bowl. Broncos, 2015. Last time, uh, they were good. Based on my knowledge, fans Joseph never lost by 50. Vic Fangio... No. Never lost by 50. Nathaniel no. Hackett or Jerry Rossberg no. never lost lost by 50 points. Um, that I don't care what team you have. I don't care if you're the 2016 Detroit Lions. Like they're and they're professional football players. The Owen 17 Detroit Lions, I don't think, ever lost by 50. Like, you know what I mean? Like that's that has that's coaching. That has to be coaching. I don't understand. Um, and like in a way, I almost kind of feel bad for them, even though they're our rivals. Like just, I mean, I've never seen like a crash and burn like I've seen the Broncos winning that 2015 Super Bowl with the Peyton Manning, and they have not won a play. They've not even made the playoffs since winning that Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, pretty sure. I know they haven't won a playoff game. Like I mean, it's just oh, a yeah, crash and a burn. They've changed ownership. They just changed ownership. They changed general managers. They've changed head coaches. They've changed. They've drafted quarterbacks. And just time after time, man, it's like, I don't know. I actually just don't know the Broncos' answer. And I honestly thought Shen Payton was a good pickup. I was kind of concerned. I don't know how you felt, but I was like, dude, they got Sean Payton. Like, you know, Broncos might compete. I This is not the same Sean Payton I remember from the New Orleans Saints. That's I don't know, man. It's just weird. It's It's weird. Yeah, I I I can't wrap my head around. We should also get out of the way. The Dolphins are scary. Um, I think if you're not scared of the Dolphins right now, uh, you're not watching because that that did that looked like a college football game in yep. the way in the worst way. It looked like it looked like a college football game when a top ten team plays uh, University of Alabama school for computer science A&M. like yeah well yeah there's that um <laughs> but it, it literally looked like that it looked like a power five conference school mm-hmm. scheduling a fcs bottom of the barrel fcs team to beat up on and 
in week three before they have to play Georgia. Like, and, they, and it wasn't, I mean, Tyreek didn't have it. They did this without Jalen Waddle. Tyreek had a good game, but not like, oh my gosh, they scored 70 points game. They had like, the running backs were just running all over the Denver defense. I mean, yeah. the, those guys were, I, I, they were literally running downhill, it looked like, because it was so yeah. easy for them the entire the entire game. I don't know. Yeah. I don't well, know. The Dolphins are scary, but the Broncos are terrible. Yeah. One well, Robbie, Robbie chosen Anderson was like on that one of the final touchdowns. Burnt Patrick Sertan, and he Patrick Sertan's like a good DB, and it's like all right. Like, I don't know, dude. They they are so they're so Dolphin, fast. They're so fast. They are. I uh, Dolphins are very 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 good. Um. I'm still just hesitant. I don't know, dude. Uh, I'm. I want to see this week. I don't know. I mean, they they beat the Chargers by two, um, first week, but then they beat the Patriots and they beat the Broncos. Um, still scoring seventy points on an NFL team is wildly impressive, and obviously mm-hmm. only a handful of teams have done that. Seventy three points was the is the record, and what was it like nineteen sixty five or something? The team did that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this week is their their first like true test. Um. And I, I will eat my words. I'll be like, yeah, Dolphins are number one if they handle business. Um, they're they're in Buffalo with a very good defense and the best quarterback they've seen all all year. Um, so I do want to see this week. Um, but I'm prepared to eat my words. I'm prepared to, you know, be wrong about that. Um, but still, I, I, I like, refused to believe it was real. I, like, saw the score and I, like, blinked. I was like, no way. 70? Hold on. You know? I mean, it is, it is ridiculous, truly. It's um... – I, it it's the worst loss any team has had in so long. And I think the Dolphins are true contenders. And on the flip side, I think you, the, the just the Bears Broncos race to the bottom is so entertaining, and which is why this game is oddly yeah. very important yeah. because like these, both of these teams might win one or two games. And so whoever wins the head to head may end up screwing themselves by not getting the first pick. Because I think either team right now would be stupid to not take Caleb Williams number one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's very clear that Sean Payton does not like Russ, doesn't want Russ there. And I also think it's very, well, I think it's clear. I don't know if the Bears have accepted this yet, but it doesn't seem like Justin Fields is the guy. At least they don't. and, And I think part of that is what they're doing. I don't think they're running the offense correctly because they're trying to do the thing where they're worried that he's going to get hurt and they want to be able to keep him around for longer so they're not letting him use his legs as much. But he also is not good at decision making and he throws a lot of bad balls and um, just doesn't really seem to be able to fit it in tight windows. So I think that Justin's not the guy either. So both of those teams, the number one pick might be incredibly important because it could Mm -hmm. give them the quarterback they need. Um, Yeah, I don't. That's I don't know that that loss was that was stunning. I yeah. did not get the chance to watch any of that game. I saw highlights after the fact, um, and when I checked the score, I thought it was wrong. Yeah, same. I same. I thought there was an error, and I actually thought that they had lost twenty to seven to the Broncos, and that somebody had accidentally typed a zero. <laughs> and yeah. nope, uh, they did in fact do that. So yeah, that's crazy. All um, right. 
Yeah. David, is there any other week three games you would like to talk about before we move on to our week four picks? Uh, we don't have to spend too much time. Jordan Love and the Packers came back. I I, I don't know. I, when do we start taking the Packers seriously? Two and one. Good coach. They're a well-coached team. They got a good defense. And Jordan Love is doing enough. They're two and one. You know, I don't know. I think we could take them seriously as a wild card. <coughs> Sorry, a wild card contender. Nathan's I still think about the Packers. Yeah, I'm so sad right now about the <laughs> Packers. I'm like, I just miss Aaron Rodgers so much. Um, but I just, I think the Lions are much better than them. So yeah, but they are going to get the chance to beat up on the Bears. And do the Vikings try a fire sale with Kirk Cousins now that Dude. they're they're continued to be winless after zero four now. Vike, so the Chargers made a dumb decision at the end of that game. The final score and four points, right? 28-24 yeah. uh, Chargers. So the Chargers went for a fourth down that they didn't have to go for. And I don't even hate the going for it call. This has been said by many people. But the fact that they didn't just run a QB sneak with their six foot five quarterback to try and get like three inches is ridiculous because you can't really stop a QB sneak. Um for that short of a distance. So run the QB sneak there. Um, but then the Vikings get the ball back and just forget timeouts exist. And so just let the clock tick way down, give themselves less chances at the end zone and then ultimately lose because they just ran out of time. And a lot of part of that is on Kirk cousins and his in game decision-making, but also part of that is on the coach as well. Um, and so, yeah, the Vikings, uh, they kind of seem like they're trying to lose, even though I know that they're not. It's just surprising, man. They got so much talent. Yeah. I don't get it. Herbert threw the ball 47 times. Is that sustainable for the Chargers to be successful, or is that just kind of what they're going to have to do? I don't know. If Keenan Allen is Keenan Allen is having 18 receptions for 200 yards, I think it's pretty sustainable well, in terms yeah. of you're only going to get five Keenan Allen games anyway, so you might as well make the most of them. Yeah, that's fair. I, um, the Chargers, that show, I think that really showed a lot of the Chargers' potential, though, about what people have been saying for years, mm-hmm. and that they have scary skill position players. Justin Herbert's a good quarterback, and once they put those things together, they're going to be hard to stop. But as you can see... They still have the Brandon Staley thing where they just can't seem to get over whatever mental yeah. brain farts he has at the end of every single game. Mm-hmm. And also, sometimes their defense can't stop people. And so that's that's going to make it difficult. And they don't have – there's one person in NFL history who's been able to overcome terrible defenses like that and win multiple Super Bowls. You know who that person is? Who? It's Patrick Mahomes. So mm-hmm. And Justin Herbert – ain't Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Do you see the day that Mike Williams is on IR? They put him on today. Yeah, I he did. He's again. done for the he's done for the year, right? 20 was it a 20 CL? I don't know, that but it's, it it's a pretty CL. hefty amount of games cuz IR automatically, you know, loses you a certain amount of games. So I mean, that's that's expected. Uh while you're looking for that, um there's only two things I want to talk about and that's the AFC North and then Bengals yeah, torn ACL out for the rest of the season. Rip, man. That's whew, whew, that's rough because especially just he just get, keeps getting yeah. injured. <clears throat> but um, so they also don't have Eckler either. No. Texans beat the Jaguars by twenty. 
Colts beat their Ravens in overtime, and now the Colts are two and one and in first place. Are the Colts good? Um, no, but they're also not bad. They're they're decent. The Colts are. I will. I would like to put Colts in decent category. Um, I would like to put Jaguars in what the hell's going on category. I, I don't. I don't know what's up with that team. They looked I mean, they amazing killed. at the end of last year they had one of those playoff losses that was like a moral victory that doesn't really count but a lot of people are like gotta feel good about the Jags going into the next year and yeah they the Texans I think I, I think CJ Stroud is good the Texans de- are not is he developing sure, a little bit CJ Stroud seems good he's getting the he's getting the ball to these guys he's They're playing well he's breaking the Ohio State uh quarterback trend that we've seen. Mm. And I would also like to say that he's doing all this with a awful, awful offensive line. The man's running for his life on every single play. Yeah, he is. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I think you accidentally said, did you say AFC North? I think you may have said that, but you meant South. Oh, yeah. I meant South. My bad. But it's, yeah. The That's North we could, we could briefly touch on as well. Bengals finally got a win, but um, Joe Burrow is clearly very hurt and so yeah. dude i don't i think everybody outside of the Bengals organization was like don't play joe burrow just don't play him and they yeah. did and they scored it 19 points like versus the rams come back to bite them yeah well i, I the follow Steelers. yeah sorry go ahead well i was just like the chief's trainer bobby bobby uh he's was talking how both of his legs are injured uh, he said he noticed a certain like brace under his sock or you know something like that, and and so Aaron Donald sm- just was smoking him all night. I was like, dude, what, what are you guys doing? Like, yeah, that's your. And apparently, you know, they right weren't there. willing. Oh, and three was, you know, more was was a worse situation to be in than I guess to get your quarterback healthy. I don't know. That's, it was just a weird decision. I'm like, why are you playing him? It's the Rams on a week three game, you know? Yeah, I mean, they are correct about, like, the 0-3 teams don't normally go well, but I still think, like, you just, just don't need to play Joe there. Um, but I don't know. I mean, they got the win. Um, Steelers played pretty good against the Raiders, but also let the Raiders hang in that game for way too long. Um, I think that the Raiders are actually bad, and I thought that they were better whenever they beat the Broncos in that close game. Now that I'm realizing how bad the Broncos were, I think the Raiders are also bad, which is yeah. good for the Chiefs. Um, and the Browns are, I don't know. I don't know. Their defense um, is very, very good. I don't know what their offense is. Really is. Good. No, and the the Chubb thing, that's just going to make that way more difficult. I I still – Deshaun didn't really even look good in that game either. Um, so, I don't know. I'm going to continue to root against the Browns. David, if I had to ask you right now, who do you think is winning that division this year? Because, as you mentioned before, the Ravens also just had a really bad loss as well. I oh, mean, I'm just not as confident as I was before. Um I'm I'm gonna say the Ravens. I may change it to the Ravens. If they continue to play Burrow week to week, he won't get to 100. percent And as I was saw someone who is educated in this topic said, like if 
you don't give Burrow the proper rest with this calf injury and he keeps getting worse and it keeps getting up, like that leads directly to an Achilles injury, you know? So, and obviously mm-hmm. they're probably, they're probably monitoring they're probably making sure, but it's just like, you just got to be careful. Um, don't risk you it. You just can't just keep playing it. him hurt. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals schedule the next couple games is puts you in a situation to do that. You play the Titans and the Cardinals like the Rams before last night. Like that's three games he could have rested and then Seahawks, Niners, Bills are the next three. So that does get difficult, but it's like, I don't know, man. It's risky. It's risky. And I guess if it works out, it works out. But uh, I'm sure Joe wants to play, but at a certain point you have to just step in. I mean, the Chiefs had to do that with Mahomes. Yeah. Um, And I was actually really pissed at the Chiefs whenever Mahomes came out for the drive in the second half. After it looked like he hurt himself. Um, because of and, the Juwan Taylor call. That's the only reason he got hit, too. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't... It's it's very confusing. I think it's it's strange for a team to do that when their entire franchise kind of rests on this guy. I mean, he truly does. And Jamar Chase looked good on that, that Monday night game. And there were even points where Burrow looked okay, but he so clearly was injured. And yeah. their line is still... they. I don't know. The Bengals cannot figure out the offensive line, um, but their line is still bad. So I believe they're ranked thirty first. I, I think he's still at a risk every week to get even more injured, like you said, and a calf injury leading to an Achilles injury, and then he's done for twelve months at least. And when he comes back, is he going to be the same? So yeah, you just got to be really careful with that. Um, with that being said, let's see what they do week four. That's going to be interesting if they're actually going to rest him against the Cardinals, which is a game that I would have considered picking at the beginning of the year. I would have put up the Bengals as a lock, but I'm not going to do that now. Regardless, David, we got to pick them. So week four, who's your favorite? My favorite, I think I'm going to stay away from the Cowboys. I've been kind of riding that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, uh, you picked them last week, so I'll uh, return the favor. Give me the Chiefs on Sunday night football. Hmm. They're playing at MetLife at the New York Jets. Uh, they're favored by nine and a half, and that'll probably go up, honestly. I, I wouldn't be surprised if that mm-hmm. raised to 10, 10, or maybe even 10 and a half by Sunday night. Um Chiefs would just have to have the most abysmal execution and performance, I think, to to lose this game. And I just don't think that'll happen. Um, so, yeah, give me the Chiefs over the Jets. Yeah, I agree. Um, I am going to take the Dolphins over the Giants uh, for almost the same reasons. I think the Dolphins would have to have an abysmal game to lose to the Giants. The Giants played a San Francisco team that did not have Brock Purdy clicking on offense on Thursday night, and they still lost pretty handily. Um, I think that they don't have the speed, but they also just don't have the quarterback. Um, so, What week are you on? Am I now on week? Oh, I was on week five. Jeez. I was like, wait That's a second. Why. Am I on the wrong week? And then I had to double check. Um, no, I just dumbed it. I just dumb guy it. Hold on. You can have that pick next oh, week. Yeah. That's a pretty good pick. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll call it early. Yeah. I don't know why I was looking at the date and wasn't seeing 
I was no, right. No, you're good. I mean, before um, the pod, you you also thought it was week five, so you probably just had that in your in your. Yeah, mind. I have week five in my brain clearly. Okay, um, favorite. Now let me see here. Uh, give me Eagles over the Commanders. Then, um, that's a pretty easy pick to make as well. Sam Howell, um, was just giving an interception to everybody like he was Oprah Winfrey against the Bills. Um, wow. The Eagles are a good team. The Commanders are not. The Commanders did beat them last year. Um, so that part scares me a little bit, but I just think that the Eagles are way too talented. So, All right, David, upset. Who you got? Uh, I'm going to go Ravens over the Browns. Browns are favored by three at home. So they got the home swing there. It's a, it's a noon game. Ravens on the road. I like them to bounce back. I think they're a good team. Um, I do just feel like they're walking on ice every time. I just you just never know if they're going to get injured, which is always a risk. But um, no, give me the Ravens over Brown favored or sorry Browns favored by three. I like it. I like it. These upset. I picks was are looking tough. at that one. Yeah, the upsets are not really good this week. There are a lot of close lines too. Um, I see. I one think that you what I'm going to do is you're. It's a noon you're, game. Yeah, you, I'm not. No. Are you trying to have me send Texans over Steelers? Yes. No. T- Tank Dell, not, Nico no. Collins, CJ Stroud, no. just balling no. up, bro. Of course you want me to do that. I'm going to go Colts, or I'm going to go Rams over Colts. Uh, the Colts are getting a point, so it's not that big of an upset. Um, I think the Rams are better. I do. I know the Colts won, and I think a lot of people are going to be high on them after their win against the Ravens, which obviously was impressive. Um, but I think Sean McVay um, is a really good coach. Matt Stafford was playing well. They didn't have uh, Puka Nakua at full strength, um, who is a very important receiver yeah, for them. Yeah, where'd he come from? I don't know, but I'm going to choose to believe in the Rams offense. Um, and so I'm going to take them over the Colts. Wild card sure. pick number one, David. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings over Panthers. The dam has to break eventually. And I, I think the Vikings are winning this week. Um, Panthers, as well as the Texans, horrible offensive line. Um, and I don't know if Bryce has as many weapons as CJ does. Um, so, Give me the Vikings to finally get a tally in the W column this week. Uh, they are favored by four on the road. Uh, that's a noon noon kickoff. Uh, but give me Minnesota. I like it. I was going to take that one if you didn't. Instead, I'm going to go with another NFC North matchup, a clash actually of two NFC North teams, and I'm just going to have to put my money where my mouth is. I said that I think the Lions are much better than the Packers. And so I'm going to pick the Lions to beat the Packers on Thursday night, which is oddly actually kind of a good Thursday night game. That actually, um, and so yeah. that's that's a little shocking. So, well, last time they played, yeah, Lions won and and kept the Packers out of the playoffs this last year. So that'll be, I think that'll be actually a pretty good game. Yeah, I think so as well. All right, David, last pick. I have to just scoop the just most obvious and just luscious looking pick of the week i have to i have to go the team that's favored by 14 points uh niners over cardinals i'm just gonna do it i'm gonna snag it i waited till the end i didn't i didn't you know steal it uh but i i have to that i 
would be shocked. Of course, they did just beat the Cowboys, so you just never know. But I'd be shocked. Maybe even after them beating the Cowboys, maybe the Niners are like, all right, let's not just fall over. Let's take this game seriously, you know. So, yeah, yeah. Niners favored by 14 points at home. That's a 325 kickoff. Almost tempted to start every Niners player I have. Um, but, you know, you just never know what the Cardinals are going to do. So That's true. Josh Dobbs, did you see he made a TikTok after um, the uh, Cowboys-Cardinals game? Apparently, um, Michael Parsons had said in like a podcast before prior to the game that he was like going to be throwing darts. And then there was a um, video of Josh Jobs dodging darts very easily and then saying, like, go cards or something. I just thought it, if you're getting clowned by Josh Jobs right now, that's that's just wild. It's wild. Yeah. Wild position to be yeah, in. Yeah, um, that really is. Oof. Yeah, not, not where you want to be. Uh, another place you don't want to be is uh, a receiver who relies on Daniel Jones to try and get you the ball. And so for that reason, I'm still going to choose the Giants to lose just a week prior to when I originally had said it. I'm going to take the Seahawks over the Giants. Um, Seahawks can score. We know that. The Giants cannot. And so more points generally, I think almost every time, maybe even every time, beats less points. So that's what I'm going to do here. I I would agree with that. Um, Well thought out, well said answer. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah. Nathan, let's see. Speaking of picks, I went two and two last week. That puts me at nine and three. You went three and one, puts you eight and four. So I got you a game closer. Um, shame on me for just confidently picking the Cowboys, I guess, to win. Because yeah. that didn't happen. Yeah. I forgot Mike McCarthy is really dumb. It's okay. You'll remember now. Nathan, what – um. I don't know. Just we're three weeks in. What team surprised you the most? Whether they're just like, how are they zero and three, or how are they three and zero, or how is this team mid? I don't know. Do we know yet, or is it still just kind of too early to know what what team is going to look like? Um, I I think I would be lying if I said I wasn't shocked by how bad the Broncos are. Mm. I thought the Broncos weren't going to be that good, um, but there was, like you said, that little bit of fear with uh, Sean Payton joining them and everything. But it's nothing. Um, it's nothing like the disappointment they've been so far this season is not where I thought they were going to be. I'll remind you that Nathaniel Hackett was two and one at this point last year. Um, so I, I don't know. I, I really didn't think they were that bad. I, I am just shocked at how far Russell Wilson has fallen. Um, and on the flip side of that, uh, I thought the dolphins were going to be decent, but their offense looks better than even I expected. And Tua, Tua is the legitimate MVP favorite right now, and I think um, he's deserving of it at this point. Obviously, it's way too early to tell, but I mean, if he if he plays it even close to this level for the rest of the season, I think he's going to run away with that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I agree. I think for me, I just assumed, and shame on me, sorry Packers fans, Packers look good. Um, you know, and I know they've, they've beat the Bears, they beat the Saints, lost by one to the Falcons. So I know they're not playing the, the best teams, but the schedule they've been given, they're winning. And here's the thing. They play the Lions, the Raiders, the Broncos, the winless Vikings, the Rams, the Steelers. So like it's, they could very well, 
you know, win two or three of these next four or five games just because that's what the schedule looks like. And, you know, I don't know. They could they could sneak into the playoff spot. I think for me, too, we knew the Niners were good, but they've just been purely dominant. Um, Niners haven't lost in the regular season since they added Chris McCaffrey. Niners – or Brock Purdy hasn't lost a game that he started and finished in the regular season. Like, this team is just dominant. They have the pieces. They're well-coached. It's very well-schemed, well-designed. Hmm. And uh, yeah, they've lost one good. game since they've had Christian McCaffrey in the regular season. Didn't they lose to? Didn't they have Christian McCaffrey when they played the Chiefs? Wasn't that his first week? Oh, or am I that... misremembering that? I mean, look. I mean, your point is still valid in that they're incredibly dangerous with Christian McCaffrey. I think I'm so. Afraid. If you want to count that. Absolutely. But that was also the game where I believe that he like had the playbook for like twelve hours before the game started. And yeah, he, so I think he was like very, two plays. He's very limited snap count. But yeah, maybe your point he stands, started the game is when the Niners. The Niners are scary, and they're also the best team to do the what if blank played on the Niners because you can insert any quarterback into the Niners and convince yourself that they would still be really good. Yeah, I think maybe Zach Wilson would be too far. But if you were like, what about Baker Mayfield on the Niners? I'd be like, might be really dangerous, you know? So. Yeah. Niners are 13-0 in the regular season. They have a 13-game thir- win streak. There we go. Purdy's completing 67% of his throws, 736 yards, four touchdowns, zero picks. I think that's even huge. Yeah, four t- touchdowns is low, but he's not turning the ball over. And, exactly. You know, McCaffrey has over 350 yards rushing already. Um, 70 yards receiving. I mean, these they have three guys over 100 yards receiving. Debo's at over 200 receiving. Like this team, three weeks in, I was like, okay, for you know, beginning of the week, I was like, okay, it's Cowboys and then maybe Eagles, Niners are down there. Three weeks in, I'm like, Niners are clearly the favorite. Uh, Cowboys, you just don't know mm-hmm. what you're gonna get. Um, Eagles are struggling to score points, kind of, and their passing defense is struggling a little bit. Um, but the Niners, I mean, I don't know if the Niners have a weakness, genuinely, in the entire team. Yeah, I think the only one you could say is that Brock Purdy, if if the games comes down to Brock Purdy has to make a really big play, there's still going to be that doubt there that he can get that done. But he, like you said, he's doing exactly what they really need him to do right now, which is not turn the ball over and yeah. take care of it um, and keep the drive alive, which he's been able to do. So, Yeah. Uh, Nathan, something to note. The international series starts this week. Jags Falcons play at Wembley. Um, hmm. The Jags as low second as home twenty nine dollars. Maybe we should go to that cheap game, but then yeah. spend twelve hundred dollars on the ticket, plane ticket. Yep, yep. Sounds like a good idea. Let's chat about that off air. Okay, for sure. Uh, anything else worth mentioning? Worth noting? Um, I don't really. I don't think so. I don't, I don't think there is. Mizzou's cool. back. Dude. So there's that. Actually, I want to hear your thoughts. Like, I want to hear, Nathan, like, not your not your cynical Mizzou fan history, not your, I'm, you know, like, I want to hear your actual thoughts. Like, what, what do you think of Mizzou football, genuinely? I, I think that Mizzou football is where Mizzou football was whenever they joined the SEC, but not where Mizzou football was whenever Chase Daniel was the quarterback. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. Do you get that? Is it? Um, I think they have the potential to end the season as a top 25 team. I think they will even make a little bit of noise in the SEC, but let's be honest. They're not better than Georgia, and they're they're not really good enough to be in a New Year's Six Bowl. So as long as they can they can stay um, kind of where they need to be, they, they should absolutely destroy Vanderbilt this weekend. And I don't know. If they beat LSU, then I will change my tune. But I, yeah. I just don't know if I think they're going to beat LSU. So. Yeah, that'll be a tough game. I, I was hoping that'd be game day, but they're not. Get, they're going to give it to the Red Rivalry, Oklahoma and Texas. But uh, I, I mean, they should too. Yeah, this this might actually be the Texas's back year. Like actually, so. honestly, they've been saying that for like ten years. So yeah, cool, good stuff. Football's back. Week four already. It's kind of flying by, um, but hey, it's okay. Again, we said this last week. You know, if your team's going doing well, enjoy it. And if they're not, you have a draft to look forward to and a mock draft to to type up, to work on. Uh, so there's something to look forward to whether you're good or not. Um, mm-hmm. I will say the only team that doesn't fall into that, maybe it's just the Bears. Maybe you just take time to sit and mourn uh, mm-hmm. and to enjoy mm-hmm. the good if things. If you're a life. Broncos fan, if you're a Broncos fan, you're probably looking very longingly at the hallucinogenic mushrooms that are now legal to buy yeah. in Colorado. Here's the thing. Whoever loses that game this week, Broncos or Bears, the, the, the losing team will probably burn the city down. Like It's just going to be like, all right, fire everyone. Or are you going to be more mad if you win? Are you going to be like, why did we win this? Now there's no way we'll have the number one pick because that team also really sucks. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like I, 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 I know two. I, just, I know a fan of each. One more personal than the other, and both – I haven't even thought about that pick. They're just so upset. Like they both had expectations. Really, both were kind of hyped this year, honestly. And both are just. I would say so that upset. those those people did not do their research. Yeah. <laughs> well, to so. their offense, though, when you get on social media and everyone's hyping the Bears, you know, you kind of it, it's hard not to feel that hype. You know what I mean? I what did I say? I, I vindication. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Vindication. Exactly. Oh. Broncos country, let's ride. And what do you want to watch? Let's get the heck out of here. You've been listening to it, and we've been talking about it. Peace.